Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew Podcast. Three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. My name is Arkyle Lynn. I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Shannon. And today we have a special guest. We've got Papa Floyd back on with us. Hey, everybody. How we doing? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you guys have been asking for him. Yes. So he's back. He's back. And we're going to dive deep a little bit today. We're going to get right into it. So we put up a poll on Instagram and basically said to send in questions or situations if you guys just needed some uncandid, unbiased advice. And we're going to keep everybody anonymous. So we're not going to read, you know, um, who sent them. We're just going to jump right into some of these questions. Um, Some of them you guys sent to our DMs were literal books. So we're going to save some of the longer questions for the end and just start off with some of the easier questions. Is that okay? Or we can paraphrase the long ones. We have to read them, but we can still cover their bases. Um, to one. some sense, yeah. Okay. yeah. So let's let's start with some of the shorter ones. One. Oh, wait. I'll start off with one. Um, one is says, "What do you think you um?" Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I can't read today. Yellow. What do you think are effective forms of discipline for teenagers? Okay, so it, you know, a different teenage guy, different teenage girl. Mm-hmm. But let's not go. Let's let's not get that too too deep. So here's the one thing you have to understand: um, you are not your kid's best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you start thinking and treating them like you're their best friend, then it becomes very difficult to discipline them. Okay, um, now you love them the most. You're gonna take care of them, but you have to teach them. And sometimes teaching them is is means you you have to cowboy up and be their boss, be their enemy, be their disciplinary. Disciplinary person, mm-hmm. okay. So, I mean, it gets real simple. What hurts them? If you're trying to discipline them, what hurts them? And I'm not talking about physically hurts, but taking their phone away, taking their Friday night hanging out with the girls or their boyfriend or their girlfriend away, okay. Things that are going to get their attention, mm-hmm. okay. The problem that I see with a lot of parents, and I'm going to say particularly moms, and that's just because that's my experience, 
is they want to be their buddy. Are you trying okay. to talk about no, my no, mom? No, well, I mean, I thought, <laughs> no, no, no. I've seen it with other moms too. Your mom was that like, that way too. Okay. Um, and you know, I, I kind of understand because the mom and the, you know, is in there raising the kids. And sometimes you, when you're raising the kids, you lose some of your social life or your social friends because you're really dedicated to your family. So your kids become your friends, your friends, your soulmates, your partners. So it gets difficult to, di- to discipline them, but you've got to be able to separate. Otherwise they're going to come up like really spoiled I think you could be spoiled regardless if you're disciplined or not. You could still be disciplined and, and be, be spoiled. spoiled. I don't think there's anything wrong with being spoiled. Well, no, you either. know what? Here, I'm going to tell you. My philosophy <laughs> Coming from three right. spoiled girls. Yeah. Three spoiled like, people. There's nothing yeah. wrong with being spoiled. And by the way, you know you, wait, wait, wait. You contributed to the spoiling. I, I purposely okay? contributed. Purposely. When you were yes. younger. And then I try to switch reels, make well, you more responsible and more. So let me um, give you this foundation at, at of being point, spoiled it, it and is, then try and. Kyle, you're sounding spoiled right now. <laughs> I am spoiled. <laughs> yeah. You sound spoiled right now. Well, I, I would actually, if, if I had to do it again, I would, because uh, again, I was trying to spoil you guys and to a certain extent. So yeah, I'm at fault, but I probably wouldn't do it the same way because it's hard to get you guys to, I mean, to, to, there's a fine line because what you want to do is spoil them when they're young and then make them more responsible as they become more mature. Maybe I just wasn't good at it. I don't know. Good with what? You, you guys became became responsible, but you're still spoiled to the point where sometimes it it causes a detriment because you not you don't know how to grind the way I grind it. My generation, we had to work hard. You guys are you guys are working and doing your thing. It's a, you know. Let's go back to the question. You know, discipline them. <laughs> Take something away from them. That's it's age old. Yeah. Take, take something that they enjoy away, and it's going to be hard. Time. And they're going to scream at you, and they're going to pout, and they and when they stick they lip at you, go in the DV room and watch TV. Get some popcorn. Let oh. them know that they don't bother me. Okay, you know you got discipline. Okay. I have one. Is twenty three too young to get married? Yes, without that. Without a doubt, I have friends that get, got married shortly out of high school, shortly out of out of college. Um, most of them ended up divorced. Mm. OK. And the thing is this. You want to experience a good part of life. You want to experience, you know, if you've only dated this guy or this girl, how do you know how the next guy or next girl is going to treat you? It could be better. It could be worse. But you want to have that experience. Don't fall in love with the first hillbilly that comes around. So what is a good age to get married? I think you can date at 23. You can date seriously at 23. You can date seriously at any age you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think a better time to get married is first, you know, if you're going to do school route, if you're going to do college career, then I think you definitely want to have your foot into your career. Okay. Because getting married and starting a family is no easy joke. Okay. So, you know, that career time, meaning putting a couple years in at whatever profession you chose, you know, whether it's hair to get really good at it, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's going into banking and you want to become a bank manager, VP, sales, whatever the case may be. Get your foot in, in the game. Play the game hard. Play it to win. Now, once you get a couple stripes, you want to start to put your, your family together. Go ahead. 23, much too young. You have so much. You have so much play time, too. 
I mean, why, yeah. why blow it? Why get so it's, serious at such a young I age? I think 23 is young. Yeah, it I is young. You don't even, you have no idea who you are at 23. Like, I'm thinking about me at 23. Like, yeah. I could have thought, you know, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But you just haven't experienced enough life. You haven't. Me at 23, I was, um, I was on Are You the One getting drunk, <laughs> trying, to, you go. trying to find my yeah. quote unquote perfect match. Yeah. I always advocated for my kids to date multiple ki- people. I say, Shannon, where were you okay. at 23? In a really bad space in life. <laughs> Dad, do you remember where you were at 23? At tw- oh, I was having a party. I was actually in a really serious relationship. Not as serious, but uh, I was with, at the time you thought it was time, serious. I thought it was serious, but it was, you know, not a good one. No. Okay. So yeah. let me see. At 23, I was actually dating you guys' mom, but we were still young, and we were we were we were both having a good time. Yeah, we were with. There was no talk of marriage. You're just you know, we were just having a so good time. So, do you think that there is a typical good? I understand you're saying like have your career in place, have certain but things done. Good age? Do you yes. think you have a good age for marriage? You know, it depends on how how soon you can take care of those other standards, like you know, a place to live, your career. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if those so you're are not putting off, an age on. You're not putting. No. Well, if if you have them knocked off at 25, if you're established, if you're in your career, I'm not saying at the top of your career, but in it and and doing well, and you can see that you're progressing, you can start to consider it. But at most, 25, most people start getting there around 29, 30, mm-hmm. 28, 29, was, yeah. 30, somewhere in that time. So, okay. how long do you think you should date before you decide? This is you can marry this person. Most guys are going to date you as long as possible and put it off as much as possible, unless they're this, you know, in love. They get whooped. Oh my God! Really, Dad? Well, I mean, that's you know, that's the typical guys. I'm just telling you from my experience. How do okay? guys get whooped with the punani? Yeah, oh, yeah! Come on, Shannon! Come on. <laughs> um, so, in terms of women, on, you know, Shannon. you have to push the envelope on that. You've got to tell them, you know, look, either we're going to do this or, huh, what's the saying? Shit or get off the pot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the saying, right? Yeah. Um, so, what's up to women, I think you young ladies have to kind of push the envelope a little bit. But make sure you know what you're getting into. Make sure you know who this guy Because, look, these questions right here, and look, there's a bunch of them. And these people. A lot of these are from people that are in bad marriage situations. Okay. Now yeah. I would say, and I know this goes against the Christian grain of our country is, you know, I'd say live with him or her. Before you, you get married. You, can have, you can have an idea that you are engaged and you are not monogamous. Thank you. Monogamous. Um, but, do this, live together Check for a while, and don't worry about what the people say. Okay, yeah. get together, spend some time in close quarters. There's a difference, you know, when you find out that she's a mess. I mean, this keeps this a messy house, or he doesn't work as much as you think he does. So we thought that the visual was recording this whole time, but it wasn't. So it's now going to start. So sorry, guys, who like to watch us on our YouTube. But um, now you can see that the visual is starting. It will probably just be a picture of us for the first however many minutes we were just talking. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I have a, I have another one. I'm sorry. Okay. I know Kyle and Shannon probably have theirs, but I have a good one that I think you can speak to. Okay. Would you let an inconsistent father stay in the picture or would you cut him out completely? And uh, I feel like this that was the question I was going to ask. There's All a right. few of these. There's a few of those. And yeah. I feel like that's a big question. So mm-hmm. it depends on how old this inconsistent father is. 
If mm. he's still young and dumb, then yes, you've got to let him stay in the picture. You've got to hope that he matures in time. You might even be a catalyst in helping him to mature. And if not you, maybe your father, maybe your grandfather, your, maybe your mother, somebody to speak to him, maybe his friends. Mm -hmm. You can't just say he's young and dumb, or stubborn or stupid or unknowing. And a lot of times that's all it is. Okay. But nope. how long do you how let long, yeah. do that? Yeah. It's like, what if Why there's no effort? Why do we no have effort? to teach them how to be fathers? Well, the thing but, is, yeah. the thing is, sometimes. Why do we have to raise up okay, these okay, men okay, who don't okay. want to be raised let's when we're focused on raising Because maybe they the weren't let's raised themselves. Well, they weren't up. raised by I fathers. I know that most times. Look, all of us are mad. The woman raising the child. But you guys know my friend D, who raised two twin boys by himself because the woman wasn't there. Yes. yes. Okay. So that's not always the case. You guys have them. So There's usually it's the case. So I understand. Okay. But it's not something that is exclusive to men. Sometimes women don't mm -hmm. have a maternal instinct. There's absentee either. mothers. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So whether it is a guy or a girl, and again, it depends on how old and mature they are. You have to give them a chance to mentally catch up. Okay. Okay. What if he's now, in his thirties? What is, yeah, what if is an age thirties, of, right, I feel like mentally he an, should be caught up. He should be. He should be. Or she should be caught up. Here's, right. here's the problem. When you take him away or take her away, even at 30, and you say your child is five, mm -hmm. okay? So that means from five to 15, those 10 years that you took him away, but right. it's not you taking them away. They've already, but they've taken themselves out of the picture. Okay. okay. But and there's some mothers that take their kids away from their father because they feel a certain way or, yeah. yeah. There's different, yeah. There's a lot of different scenarios. Okay. So I would say minus abuse, whether it be physical or mental. Okay. You try to keep the person in the game. And it might be you. And I, I hate to put this on you already being a mother. Mm -hmm. or, a father, or, or a father or a father who's but sometimes you have to suffering. be the mature grown up of the two between you and your mate yeah. if you understand if they're immature and they don't know they just don't know what yeah. if the child okay. is actually vocalizing the hurt from that inconsistent parent then you have to try to soften that pain the best you can without making negative commentary about, about the, the other person mm -hmm. yeah. because the child in time will find out now, Amen. Do you here's one thing, and you got to you, you don't don't beat yourself up when this happens. Mm -hmm. That person, the spouse, the mother or the father, may be absent in the child's life up until the age 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. And all of a sudden they come around, mm -hmm. and now they're in love with the the child is in love with that person, thinking that you know, oh, mom, you're back. Yeah. Give them time. They'll find out that the mom yeah. wasn't 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 worth doo doo. Yeah. Right. I've and, seen and that I'm telling before. You that real, real yeah. experience. I've Truth. seen that where it's like the parent may not parent the child, but then they turn 18 or something. But then it's like they're able to have this friendship yeah. where it's like they weren't, they didn't have the capacity or the mentality to be an active parent. But like once they could have that, like for those friend talks, it was a different situation. And it's, um, <sighs> the the children, when they it's are young, they want both parents. And when they don't yeah. have it, and then they have the ability, they turn 16, 18, 20, whatever age, and they can reach out or get some kind of contact. They think they've reached utopia. Well, in time, they're going to find out that their parent either has not been a parent and is yeah. not worth the time. Yeah. They find out eventually. You don't have to be the one that lets the kids know. You should never be the one that lets the kids know. No. Okay. And that's why I tell you guys, crazy. whether you're young asked, men or young women, you're not in your kid's life. 
you need to find you need to find out what's important. I was yeah, asked you know? that question yesterday, actually. What? Of like, how do I balance or how do I react with a non-consistent parent? And they're like, or do you have an angry side? Or like, how do you react to those type of things? Or like, what do you tell your kid? And I said, I, you know, I'm very calm about it, but I let them, I let him choose and let him see what, what's up. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not, I never speak. Yeah. You can have Ugly your personal opinion yeah. and you have the right to you that. You can't put that on your kid. Yeah, okay, you but shouldn't. yeah, you can't put that same emotional burden on, mm-hmm. on the little ones. Even when you no. have you a good actually, situation, you, yeah. you still shouldn't talk person. bad about the other, the other parent. parent at all. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. a strong believer in that. And especially if you're coming from a marriage situation. Mm. Okay, here's my deal on this. If you guys were married. Yeah, at one point did love each other. Yes. <laughs> and where'd that go? Yeah. Because you caught him with another woman, all of a sudden the whole love thing is gone, or because she spent too much money and bankrupt the family, or whatever. You know, I don't know. Damn. You know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the love is gone. Okay, so where's my headphones? We had um, some technical difficulties because we thought that our camera was recording, but it was full. So if you guys do watch the YouTube, it's going to be a little choppy, but we will put in the clips that we were recording. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, guys. And we're back. 
we had some other technical difficulties. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to our questions. Um, the next one is, what do you do when your husband and you have a completely different sex drive? You guys probably do better answering this. You guys are a younger generation where you... Okay, well, what would you... Let's put it on to like, you. What would you do if your wife and you had I've a never, different I've, sex drive? You've never, I, never had that issue? Yeah, I, I can answer things that I've, that, I've been, that I've experienced, but... Well, why do you think we can answer that question? <laughs> okay, well, I've I've dated someone and we've had different sex drives. And so, sometimes it's a conversation. You have to communicate. Because like, not everyone has the same kinks or... Um, the same stamina, the, the same, same like physical require like physical needs. I feel so. It's like it, it starts off as a conversation. You guys both have to outline what you want, but I feel like that also comes with what you don't want, or yeah, or what you don't want. That that's a part of dating and getting to know someone and exploring your intimacy and building intimacy. It's not gonna just like oh we have sex we clicked like that's it. But it's um you know that's why some people get married. What? It's because they of have sex. some sex. They have great. And they think that's the end that's of the it. world. That's oh. it. That's boom, it. boom. Let's get married. <laughs> Let's get married. I'm I thought sometimes you. it would be the opposite. Like some people who didn't weren't open about certain sexual things, and then they get married, and then it's like, wait, you're not gonna do what? And then yeah, see, that's that advice I was talking about earlier. Live with them first. Yeah, you know. and see and experience yeah. mm-hmm. different things. Then you'll find out what you're gonna get, what you're not. Gonna but get. nowadays, there's, there's also, also there's sex therapists. So it's like if you and your your mate are really truly having problems, you know, I'm gonna go back to what Dr. Bryant said. There are professionals to yeah, help but what these if you things. You can't afford a sex therapist. Go on right. Instagram. Yeah. There's so much free information now. And articles. I feel like some men aren't gonna just volunteer to go see a sex therapist. I mean, if they want to keep getting it on, you know, they might be thinking that they're doing the damn thing, you know? Yes, that's and another thing. Well, how do you break it to your mate that they're not doing the damn thing? Baby, I, I love mean, you, but I have an orgasm in six months. We need to try something different. Oh, my God. Or oh, you I'm just crushed. break up with <laughs> Dad. <laughs> you guys are going to be crushers. Right? Like, you're just going to break your man down even more. His pee-pee went from your to your. Hey, baby, I bought this oh, game for right us. Right. I bought this. Or, you know, there's different ways to spice it up like you can buy a game you can yeah. just try and Kyle introduce stays things buying me and zach games that just lay around our house <laughs> but you know what y'all, y'all i did games. find a quickie coin in ace's nursery one day that wasn't us <laughs> a quickie coin. yeah i got him this bag of like little like um it may be like ooh blow drop or like it's like little candle tokens. wax or something oh, little, that you can give to your partner yeah, yeah. to like make it exciting like oh, sex okay. coupons like okay. Um, and the other thing is now, like now that I'm a parent, you can't just have like spontaneous sex. There's no such thing as spontaneous sex with two kids or one kid. Like, I mean, you can't. There, 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 there can be, but there is. It's also you. Ha- sometimes you I feel like quick you have while to watching TV or I don't know. I'm kidding. Get it in when you when you fit in. <laughs> so mm-hmm. let me just tell you guys this: most divorces are derived from one of two things. Either sex or finance. One of those two things present a problem, that. and that's when most divorces go out the window, or most marriages go out the window. So you should be very leery of both of those. Okay? Mm. Talk about your finances, talk about your sexual appetites. Yeah. <laughs> your sexual appetites. Well, whatever you call it. No. Yeah. no, I agree. 
And also, it's like and, how and, it, I think it depends on how old you are. How old is your mate? Like, are you guys the same age? Like, is it a medical thing? Because there's so many reasons why, like, your libido might be not be up, or your stamina might not. You know, do you work out? Like, you know what? What are you doing to be healthy to have a healthy sexual um, relationship? Oh my god, I just read a crazy question. What is it? It's not crazy, but it's to me, it's a crazy question. And I want to say, girl, yeah. Okay, my Wait. baby daddy and I have 50-50 custody. He's a millionaire and I serve. Do I file for child support? Hell motherfucking yeah, girl. What do you mean do you file for child support? You a waitress and he's a millionaire? Run me that check. Run me the check. No, I'm just kidding. But no, really. No, run me that check. <laughs> yeah, run the check. 50 50 yeah. come on come on you want your kid to maintain a somewhat kind of lifestyle, of lifestyle. in all seriousness i would say what? what kind of lifestyle do you want for your child yeah. and if you're not able to give certain things then you should file for child support no matter how much the baby daddy has but if you know he has a little extra then you know file for a little extra yeah i don't see there's no need for you to struggle if he's comfortable and can right. provide for his kids and that's weird growing up like think about for your kid if you're in one situation and you're eating caviar and then you go to the other house and you're eating taco bell and the lights aren't on like not saying that that's your situation yeah but like it seems like night and day so can we get it to at least be like do you these know two people do they get along we don't know we don't know, we don't know. and it's yeah. also like you have 50 50 custody does that mean the child is living with you part of the time and living with the dad part of the right. time that's weird like, let me are you here we are. Let's go to the country club. Then let's go to like, you know. Mickey D's. Well, before you file, you talk to him. You try to sit down and have a I, adult. Well, they had another question and it says thoughts on a 15, 15 year plus age gap relationship. So now I'm thinking you're he's an older, he's man. An older, older man. man. He needs to pay up. Yeah. yeah, if that's yeah. the case. He's established. He needs to pay up. He 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 knew what he was doing with that young girl. Like He got that young Punani. Now you got to pay for yeah, it. Yeah. I, I'm going to talk about the big age gap, too, real quick. It has nothing to do with them. Well, no, it says thoughts on the okay, on on age it. gap. So usually if that's the case, and, and, you know, this is generally speaking, if you're dealing with a man that is dealing with a woman 15 years younger, it's usually because the man... Now, I don't know him. He's a little weak. He's not strong enough to get a woman that's his age and maturity and maybe even financial yoke. Okay? When, you, when you're dealing with a younger person, you know, some people sit up there and they have enough money, they can just go grab them a young, hot thing. Okay, fine. You know, if that's what you want to do, fine. But young, hot things get old, too. Okay? Beauty, you know, it's, it's always running out the door. You know, I've seen it happen time and time again. Um, but usually, I, I my my general thoughts are whether it's the woman getting a younger man or a man getting a younger woman, it's because they don't want anybody that can that is yoked as they are. They like the idea of being the superior person, you know, in terms of finances, in terms of intellect, in terms of experience, in terms of wisdom. Okay, they get to be the king of the castle or the queen of the yeah. castle, as opposed to a good relationship where. You know, you guys are both kind of on the same level and growing together. Mm. Yeah. Now, at the same ha at the same time, if I was a young young person, and somebody wanted to come and scoop me off my feet, I'd probably go with the ride. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'd go with the flow for a little bit. You know, do a little traveling, and you know, 
if you're in that situation, they'll really put yourself, get, get, put some work in, put, put your work in. If you're doing that, take, take the luxury, but don't just take it sitting down. Take it while you're bettering yourself, getting yourself an education, mm-hmm. getting, you know, getting yourself wisdom, travel around the world. Don't do it just to trade sex for your rent being paid. I mean, you know, Yikes. yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, yeah, but I say go back to back to the initial question of whether or not you should file. Him being a millionaire shouldn't be the motivation. The motivation should be what do you want for your child and what kind of lifestyle do you want for your child? And if it's 50-50 and he's staying with him one time and then staying with you and it's night and day, that can be confusing for the kid. So I say you should have a candid conversation with your child's father before filing because that can ruin a relationship. Mm-hmm. And just saying, hey, I want to maintain some some certain things. I want to put them in, in school, private or, school, or yeah. I want to do this summer camp, and I know I can't afford, afford it. it. Can can you afford it? And you give them that look because you know we can. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I, I don't agree know. With Shannon I, on that. Yeah. Um, Shannon pointed out a good budge, question. If he just doesn't budge, then yeah, take him to court. Which one should we do? The first one or that one? We'll do both. First, oh, wait. My daughter came out as bisexual. Our beliefs don't support. How do I approach this? Okay, so you need one, you need to change your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're old school, and I understand old school. Um, whether you want to approach it from a religious position, we can get into that, but let me just share a little something with you, real quick. Being a black person in America. You're often faced with difficulties, biases, prejudice, things like that. So now, how do I view white people that don't understand me because they've never experienced what I've done? Maybe they grew up in, you know, in the middle of Kentucky. There's not a whole lot of black people. Okay, is it their fault that they have never experienced people of color or culture of color? And all they know is what they've been told and they've not been told anything positive. It's all negative. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Can I fault that person in Kentucky for thinking like that? Yes, I can. Because it's a bigger world now. Social social media, there's a whole lot of information Internet. that you can't just go by what you've been taught in your immediate circle, your mm-hmm. family, your church, your community, your household. Okay? Now, I had an experience not too long ago where um, transgender, the subject matter came up. And my initial reaction was ignorant, and I just went, oh, no, you know, not my deal, okay? But then when I stopped and thought about it, I was in the same position as that person in Kentucky. I just don't know transgender people. Mm-hmm. So for me to project a prejudice against them without even knowing them mm-hmm. makes me as ignorant as the people that I'm talking about that are ignorant, yeah. okay? So to better myself, now I still don't know a lot of transgender, but I'm not going to have the same negative Position, posture, not in my mind, because I just simply don't know them. Just because I don't know them doesn't make them unworthy or, or you know, for yeah. me to, it's, it's not enough like, for me to have a yeah. negative spin on them. Or else I'd be as ignorant as a Klan man, you know, who doesn't know anything about me but has a negative spin. Mm-hmm. So, you, you, you look, you're dealing with something that's a little bit different than you've grown up to. And so what? It's different. Get used to it. The world is changing. Okay? Very that's just true. the way it is. And here, on a religious, from a religious aspect, I know what the Bible says, but God made this person. Okay, you people will want to grab onto religion. God made this person. Now, you want to have 
a better sense of judgment than God? Hmm. You know better than him? You're going to be the judge and jury? Sips tea. Right. Okay. <laughs> God put him on the earth or put her on the earth. That's good enough for me. I'm not questioning it. And you want to fall back on, well, um, God also gives you freedom of choice. Look, God doesn't let you choose anything that God doesn't want you to do. Okay. One day I knew a guy tried to jump off a building. He said he wanted to fly. He said, I got freedom of choice. Well, God didn't give him that freedom of choice. He straight to the ground, boom, splat. So God's not giving you any choices that God won't allow you to take. What in the Ouch. Wow. <laughs> Did that go by too fast? Yeah, for you? that man Whoa. said boom, splat. Well, I, I just, I, you know, that's, that's kind of. I think that was such a good. I didn't know where you were I, going at first. Yeah. But then when you bought it full circle, I was sitting here I like, really, wow. That was great. That yeah. was really great. So, you know, I really like that and, and response. Yeah. And, you know, it was really an epiphany for me because I had to check myself, mm-hmm. you know, in dealing with a culture that I didn't really know. And I felt better. I feel so much better about myself now that I'm actually at the point where I'd like to interface. Like, well, if we do a, a, a podcast, mm-hmm. I'd like to get some different gender folk on mm-hmm. just so I can learn a little bit yes. so I can be a little bit better, a little bit wiser mm-hmm. um, and not staying in a little cocoon thinking yeah. everything I've been known and taught is, 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 is right. So to play devil's advocate or not to play devil's advocate, I don't know if that's the right word, but to put it back into you on a personal level, let's say you had a son and your son came out as gay. Would you have the same response? right now that you're having to someone else asking you about their daughter being bisexual. If I had a son that was gay. Yes. If you had a son that came out and said he was gay, what would your response be? I have two kids right here that are not perfect, but you know what? I love them to death. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. So you would they tell him, issues. you would tell him, give me a kiss. <laughs> yes. Come, come I didn't, here, look, I didn't embrace my son. Okay. And I would tell anybody that has a child that is a little that is different from the norm. Mm-hmm. So what? Who cares? Okay. Who cares? Who's who's gonna dictate what the norm is? Yeah. Okay. Don't let don't let yourself being so caught up doing what the Joneses do. You know that you're gonna disavow or disavow. Yeah. Is that the word? Disavow your child or someone else's child. Yeah. You know that's what yeah. you're doing too. When you take when you take somebody who's let's just say gay again, you don't even know them, but they're like, no, no, that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's somebody's child. It may not be yours, right? But it's still somebody's child, and you know what? It is God's child. So yes. you better so, your little personal things. You better let him go. There was another question on there that I read this morning. I wish I remember the whole story, but basically, from what I got was that they are about to get married, her and her fiance, mm-hmm. and they were asking advice as to whether or not they should invite her parents who don't agree with the marriage, mm-hmm. but that is this to the wedding to the wedding. Yeah, they want to know this. if they should invite them to the wedding, but they said that they've never met. They've never met. They don't deal with like, they don't acknowledge their relationship. And they've been together for like five years. Five years yeah. And the father won't and doesn't invite them over or Why won't not? invite like is the mate a, over. They are. Racial? No, they're a gay, they're a, gay, oh, a, gay, gay couple, oh, a gay couple. But it's like now they're getting married and it's like they're Isn't asking, it? should I invite my parents or not? When basically the parents have not embraced them or acknowledged what's going on. So I would do this. You know, a lot of times when you're trying to talk to someone about a subject that is either emotional or touchy. Um, Verbal communication is so much better than text, but what's better than it all is a letter. Mm -hmm. Write your parents a letter. Mm -hmm. Have your mate 
in, be inclusive of that letter. Write to them. Tell them what you think. Tell them you understand their discomfort. But also tell them about your love that you have for this person. And maybe, you, you know, you just, you're reaching out to them. You're reaching out to them. Now, the power of the letter is this. You can write that letter and you can reread it and you can have someone else read it and see if they hear what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. And if not, you scratch out and you rewrite. So you can do a rewrite on it. When you try to talk to somebody, you'll get one chance and they may hear something and that's all you stick to. Now, the other power is they can reread the letter. They can read it the first time and maybe be pissed and then read it again and say, okay, you know what? I kind of, I understand what they're saying. I, I, I can hear their emotion coming through in the letter. I can hear them being, you know, apologetic, or I can hear them reaching for, for clarity. So do you think like they that. should write the letter and wait for a response and then decide if they're going to invite to the wedding or if they should send the letter and the wedding invitation all in one? I think you write the letter and you try to create some type of bond, some type of kinship between yourself, your mate and your families first. OK, now, if they don't, if it doesn't manifest the way you like when it comes time for the wedding, yes, you definitely send them an invitation. Yeah. OK, you send them an invitation if they said that your mate is a son of a bitch because you want to be bigger than than the than the stereotype, bigger than the drama and say, hey, look, I want you to be here. And because maybe, it's an important day to them. Yes. And it's yeah. you when you imagine yeah. those. Hi, boss. When you imagine those moments, you imagine your picture, your parents there, no matter what the situation is and yeah. it's so for me if i were in that position i would write the letter and extend an invitation so yeah. it's like well come let me you may i will acknowledge it you may not agree with what it is based on your religion but for me this is a day that i've imagined i've pictured i've planned with you being there whether you support me or not like you're still like my parent I, it's right. still something that is important to me i would definitely send the invite. and i would i would send an invitation also in addition to just writing a letter um a lot of times people you may write a letter and they may not read it how you intend to how you intend it to be delivered so i would do also like send a voice note of you reading the letter so that they can hear your emotion they can hear you mm. expressing it in the that way that you want to like express that. it i like that too i i, I in today's world with yeah. Self, yeah you could write the letter and read and the letter you, to you them read the letter to them and yeah. that's that's something that i i tried that with Mezier just because it's like i know we can both be very quick with our words and it's really easy to misinterpret or um, have miscommunications because you could literally say the most sincerest thing, but someone may, based on their own take perspective, it the mm -hmm. take it the wrong way. So it's, and I noticed that. So it was like, okay, rather than me just writing this two page letter and yeah. doing all this extra, let me actually read it to you so that you could hear yeah. the sincerity or just the, the genuine qualities that, that really I'm, I'm yeah. presenting because it's, that's an important day. Man, I've been talking it's about it's so crazy. Years, it's so crazy because yeah. we're talking about wedding stuff and I was like, okay, let's look in the DMs. Someone just asked the same question, not the same question, but asked the wedding question. You want to read it? It says my bio, bio, biological. biological biological dad is upset in debating about not going to my wedding because my stepdad is walking me down the aisle too. And then the next part it just says help. So okay. are they so both walking? They're both from my understand from they're what I got gonna, from this is they're both gonna walk her down, but biological dad is saying no. No. Yeah, well that's, he's got that's issues. That's hard. He yeah. is, you know what? Here's the deal. 
Both they dads. have. Yeah. My kids have a stepdad. Okay. And I appreciate him because he's not been abusive. He's given them freedom. He loves them and their mama. <laughs> well, <know>. damn. <laughs> so, well, no, no. But that's real. That's, no, no, that's real. You, you, know, know. you could be in a situation where you have big, to walk in as a yeah. parent. No, yes. That's real, though. Okay. And it could be so emotional when, abuse, yes, physical. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's real. So your dad, I think, is kind of tripping. And he needs to understand that if you have love for your mm-hmm. stepfather, then he should have love for him also, as opposed to what it sounds like he's expressing is a little envy or jealousy. Yeah. Okay. Now, say, they need to have other a, ways that you can differentiate, like, I'm her dad and do something special. Well, that could be need. in some kind of yeah. tribute. That could be with the, or maybe the father-daughter dance. Maybe like, your dad starts you off, in the, yeah. uh, you know, when the doors open or whenever whenever it starts. You know, maybe it's you and your dad and he has his, his moment. And then maybe your stepdad meets you halfway down the aisle. Right. Or he and then both up. of you yeah. guys. Because I get it. I, yeah. if, as a parent, I get it. And a wedding is such a huge day. And I'm sure your father has envisioned it to be like for you and him. No, well, it, what if he has? I'm what if in his head, he's like, this is my day. Like this, you're my, this daughter, my daughter. So I get it. Let him have two seconds where it's just you and him. And you're not discrediting your stepdad. And your stepdad meets you in the aisle also. But you give your dad like a second of just you and him. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But you know, I, and I, I don't know this person, but I'm envisioning it more like the dad has not really been around. The stepdad has been the one that's raised this child. And well, then that's different. Or maybe we need just, more. We yeah, need more yeah, context, yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they may. They might need to just have a sit down and have a talk with them three. Well, not the three, because the dad is already feeling a little angst yeah. about the stepdad. Mm. It's the, the 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 woman needs to have Let's a stop with her father. Mm. Okay, needs to talk to him. Okay, so Shannon had to run, but we are going to keep going. We have a lot more questions um, to get through. So I'm going to start reading some of the ones, like I said, from the DMs that are a little bit longer. So one of them says, hold on, I just, whoa, that's a long one. Want me to read it? Uh, yeah. All right, come on, listen up, let me, come on, here we go. Here. No, Dad, if you don't put the broken headphone down. <laughs> okay, this is for Papa Kyle. I've always taken care of the bills since I was since I make more money than my spouse. My spouse is very giving and likes to help other people financially when they are going through hard times. How do I ask my spouse to help pay the bills in our home before he helps other people out without sounding greedy or jealous? Side note, I have lived on my own and in my own apartment before, so paying bills and making sure my home is financially stable is second nature to me. My spouse lived with his parents his whole life before moving in with me, so I get paying household bills is new to him. How do I tell him Tell him I'm his partner, not his mother, and he should be paying for the household bills as well? Okay, so first of all, I'd say be thankful that your husband is not wrapped up in the dollars of cents of keeping other every dollar. And he's cause where he's giving, he's helping other people. Yeah, but or, how are you going to give before well, you mean, pay your own no, bills? I understand that. Well, you know what? And it's like, if you're, if First you're, all, you if to you're to get, you have to, that's just, the, that's the nature's law. That's so you're going to give to everybody else, but no, your family, no, no, no. I'm gonna get to her point because yes, he's definitely be helping pay the bills, but I just wanted to acknowledge 
that absence of greed that her husband is displaying. And I want her to see the gift in that. I think okay. she does. And I think that's why she's saying, I don't want him to yeah. think that I'm greedy by asking or him jealous. to pay our bills first. Yeah. Well, and here. she acknowledges that they've come from okay. different no, situations. I got it. So here we go. Let's lay everything down on paper. Okay. List, your, list, list the bills, the two of your bills. Okay. Uh, put some savings in there also. That's mm-hmm. part of your bills. Okay, to save some money. And then show what you have coming in. And then show what he's got coming in. Now, let's pay these as a couple. Now, once you have everything paid, hopefully, you still have a little spending money. because you. And actually, you should give a little savings. That's part of your bills. And then you have a little spending that he doesn't have to worry about. And he has a little spending that you don't have to worry about. Okay? Okay. So now, if he wants to put his whatever it is, $200, $2,000, $50, Towards helping other people, he can still do that. Bless himself, and you know. But at the mean, but in the mean, first things first, we're putting all the bills on the paper. So you think bills and, should be fifty fifty? Well, I think that the, you should come together as a couple and pay the bills. They don't have to be fifty fifty. No, fifty fifty is a fallacy. Okay, and look, she said she she openly says that she makes more money than him, mm-hmm. so she's going to end up paying more bills than him. Okay. It's either that or they're going to 50-50 and she's going to save a whole lot and he's going to save a little little bitty. You yeah, know, but yeah. just put them together as a family. Okay? As a couple. Put everything down. Her thing is she's trying to get him to kick into the bill situation a little bit more. That they have in their own house. And that's why I'm saying that she needs to put savings into the bills pile so that her money is going into savings. Okay? And a little personal money. While his money's got to kick in too. I think that's smart. I think sitting down together, writing down all the bills as a collective household, figuring out how much that is monthly and then figuring out your savings. And maybe I feel like sometimes it helps because they need to see it, like physically see how much you're spending monthly to keep your household alive. Maybe because you're just in such a routine of paying the bills and he's in such a routine of not paying the bills and not seeing them that he's not even thinking about it. He doesn't know the reality of it. Which, you know, it happens. And it does. Yeah. There's... (laughs) I hate you know, Kyle. There, there's, there's a couple of philosophies where... Yeah, I hate Kyle so much. You know, I've seen couples, you know, <laughs> I'm going to pay this and then you pay this. You know, I'm going to pay... Get my phone. You know. Your daughter's kicked off the table. No, I want to do this question. I thought it was juicy. No. Okay, I think we answered that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. here's a question. Oh, I just no. want to say one last thing on it. Yeah. As a married couple, I do not think that well, no, I'm not going to say that. I, I've seen people where they have their own account, then they have a joint account. Everybody spills money, and the joint account pays the bills. That's not a bad idea. So what do you think you should do? I think, with the, I don't care where, where the money comes from, but the, all the money needs to be listed. Everybody needs to know what everybody's what it's being paid. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, one person may not know, like you guys said. You know, they might be, you know, they, they may take the cable, the phone bill, and the gas bill. Well, it might be a whole lot more than what the person realizes, or a whole lot less. Why yeah, you, you yeah. Know, so you just put them all down. Let everybody see it. Have okay? like a budget sheet, joint budget sheet. Yeah. Okay, here's another question. My ex boyfriend had a one night stand and had a baby. He hid it for months. I ended up finding out about it. And we broke up. He was my best friend. We still communicate and are and are still and still love one another. Should I give him another chance or move on? Without a doubt, give him another chance. If he is your best friend, people make mistakes. What are you gonna do? He hid a whole baby. I understand. That's what he felt he needed to do. He made a mistake. Yeah. First, he shouldn't have been with the other woman in a one-night stand. But he did. 
Okay, she says that he was her best friend. Yeah. She's she said, and they still communicate. Mm, and so they still communicate. Look, what kind of friendship is that? He's probably look. How old are they? Are they teenagers? Are they in their young twenties? We don't know. I don't know, Dad. Well, it happens. It ha- Here's the thing, guys. It's like you have people to experience with people's mistakes. mistakes and grow with them. Okay, yes. Yeah. You can't just say, "Oh, I love you." You screwed up. I no longer love you. Well, that's not love in the Jump Street. That's it's, it's just not. Mm-hmm. It's it's whatever you want to call it. You can call it love if you want to. But again, that's why I tell you guys define what love is. What does that mean to you? And a lot of times women's first thing is will be, well, if you if you step outside the marriage, step outside the relationship, I'm leaving you. Da 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 da. Well, you know what? Sometimes people do it for the stupidest reasons. And I'm not excusing it. I'm not trying to justify it. I'm not trying to advocate it. But it happens. Now you still see this man as your best friend, yet because of the mistake he made, and it's a big mistake. You don't want to, you want to play with him, obviously, yeah. but, your, but your pride is in the way. Something's yeah. in the way. And let me tell you something about I think, pride. I think it's quick, one of those things you she, I think she might be afraid of being judged more so from other mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. versus just following mm-hmm. her heart or what she would like to do. Yeah. One, one, one quick on pride. Pride is one of the most overrated uh, emotions that we carry with us. Okay. You let your personal pride go. And I'm not talking about personal dignity. I'm talking about pride. Like My ego. feelings got hurt. Da-da-da, I'm supposed to do this. And da, 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 I want other people to know. You let all that out the window, you can live a whole lot freer. Okay? Do what you want to do. Be a better person. That's you know, personal, I think. Okay, I got one more for us. Whatever. Okay, yeah. okay, here. Four, baby. Papa Kyle. My boyfriend and I have been together for 12 months and have one child, or sorry, my boyfriend and I have been together for 12 years and have one child together, five months old. Uh I always saw myself as eventually being a married woman. My boyfriend says he's just not ready. We don't have any major issues besides communication, which we're in therapy for. Should I give him a timeline on when I would need a proposal or just live in the moment? I wouldn't even give him a timeline. I'd say, look, we need to get married by the end of this year, and that's it. Yeah, y'all I mean, been together for I, I 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. That's, that's a long years time. years is so years. long. Yeah, that's a long time. But it's like, stay together. Okay, even say. Even if they were 20, they're now 32. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. say they got together they 17, when they were young. 29. Either way, it's 12 yeah. years. Yeah. 12 years. Y'all should have already figured out said. your careers. Y'all spent 10 years, a decade you doing all that. You guys have a child. Yeah. yeah. It's time. And this was part of, I don't know, because we've had some stuff that we've talked about that didn't record. Some that I talked earlier about how women, and maybe not fairly, but this is the way it is. Women have to put the men's fire to the feet to the fire to get married. Because men will prolong it and, you know, yeah. men are fine not being married. And again, unless they're whooped. That's not even a whooped thing. 12 years is a long time, though. I would have been asked for that proposal. Yeah. I would have been said, if we're not going to do this, like, let me know because I do want to get married. Yeah. 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 And I think that's yeah. at this point, like, they are in therapy for communication. 12 years is very reasonable. Okay. It's not like you've been dating for 12 months. And I doubt that he, he would let you go. I think that he would. He would. Uh, we pray that he would step up and fulfill your your wishes, especially sure at this point. Yeah, you just pushed out yeah. a whole baby. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta like you know you gotta put guys' feet to the fire. My in laws make up rumors about me, and it affects my marriage. What do I do? So if it affects your marriage, that means it's affecting you and your husband because that's your marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, get your husband to get whatever rumors they're saying out of his head because she because he knows you. Okay, mm. so 
whatever they're saying, he either knows it to be true. And if they say they're true and he backs you anyway, so what? And if they're not true, well, again, so what? Well, how about do you communicate with your partner? He needs to check his parents you because can, it's like. You can, but that's wasted energy. I'm not going to say wasted energy. That's extra energy. First things first is, listen to me in your bit. You and me need to know that we're on a court. Yeah, we could be on the same page, okay. but at now, the same time, why are your parents is over here doing this? Being disrespectful. If somebody's doing this, that's their business. So you don't that's check. You're not going to check your mom or your dad. Yes, you can. If they're being yes, disrespectful and talking yes, about your yes. wife but or your first husband. Things here is you got to make sure we're right. Okay. Okay. Now so we're right. Now we're, right. we're right. So this becomes very. It becomes insignificant. Now, yes, you can still go check them. But they may not get it. See, to me, that's not insignificant because it's like at some point, if we have kids and my kids are at your house and you're 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 being loosey goosey with your mouth and you're talking disrespectful about me and you're not checking your mom or your dad and saying, hey, stop talking about my my wife or my husband. Then we have an issue because now it could be transferred down to the kids. OK, so you did something that I don't do. I don't project a future problem. Well, I'm not. You're saying it could happen when the kids come along. Yeah, if you don't, don't sometimes when you don't nip things in the bud or you don't acknowledge it, it it keeps growing. I understand, but see, when me and you are like this, that's nipping that in the bud. See, this is going to go on. That's always going to be there. If it's not this person, it's going to be that person. See, but then that's not that. That's your attitude. Your attitude is that's always going to go on. Where I'm saying we could acknowledge it and help yeah but are you gonna acknowledge everybody that talks about you yeah. no 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 no. i'm not saying but it's like if they're regardless why, why of regardless why my, of you saying hey mom don't talk about my wife anymore she's still gonna talk about your wife probably so i get i get it it's like handle your own marriage and make sure that you guys are on the same accord and everybody else can just go away pretty Got much it. or another way of saying it is some people say screw you. Some people say F you. Some people say freak you. Yeah, I just say, you know, fuck them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fuck them motherfuckers. Here's another Excuse in-law me. question. I was going to say, there were a bunch of like My in-laws, in-laws don't like me. Yeah. Should I be forced to be around them? I've been nothing but nice to them. Continue to be nice. Just continue to be nice. Go ahead and tolerate them. They don't like you. Do you like them? You may not like them either. Okay. But you know what? Things change over time. Sometimes people have to grow into you. Grow into you. You have to grow into them. Content- they're your in-laws. You're married. They're not going anywhere. Yes. Well, until they so, die. So not go going in there. Anywhere. Go in there and hang out. Okay. Now yeah. maybe you tell your husband or your wife whoever it is. Look, I can't handle two hours of them. But you can certainly go in there and handle an hour, mm-hmm. hour and fifteen minutes. I like that answer. Okay. Should I help my sister and give her $30,000 she owes for fraud or should I let her go to prison for 30 years? Oh, stop it. What? They're not going to prison for 30 years for $30,000. But to answer your question, if you have the 30000 and it's not going to hurt you, give her the money. It's just money. Go make some more. Obviously, you can make money. You can, you know. And your sister, you know, 30000 Look, I've lost. I've I've, I've lost thirty thousand dollars. I've you know, people have borrowed money from me and never paid it back. It's just the way it goes. What what are you gonna do? It's just it's just money though. Don't. Here's the one thing I've tried to teach my kids, and we'll try to continue to teach them. Don't let money be a big decision, a, a decider. Break your relationship. Somebody steals from you. That doesn't mean they're not your friend. That means they were more desperate than you are. Okay, they could still be your friend. Their judgment was wrong. What they did was wrong. Let them know that they were wrong. Say, look, please don't do this again or whatever. 
But don't make it like it's in the world. Money is a hell of a temptation. And it steers, it gets a lot of people twisted and crooked. Don't let it make you twisted and crooked. It's your sister. If you can stop her from going to jail and it's not going to end your life, you know, kill the bank. Your kids can still go to school. You can still take a vacay. You know, give her the money. Okay? You can make the money again. Mm. She may not ever pay it back. She sounds like she's a bit of a, you know, grifter. Yeah, you know. if that's even a real question, because that question sounds a little weird. Here's a good one, not a good one, but here's one that was, I was reading some questions um, from my personal page. This one is one from the Think Loud crew page. So thank you for listening to us. Um, she said, I'm a single mom to a beautiful two-year-old. Her dad hasn't been involved in her life since I was pregnant. He just recently tried to follow me on Instagram, even though he has my phone number and so does his mom. I also gave his mom my address when my daughter was first born and I never heard from either of them. I didn't accept his follow request and I think it should take more effort to be in your child's life after never being involved. She has no idea who he is. Am I wrong for wanting him to at least reach out instead of just an Instagram follow? The child is the concern. The child yeah. is only two years old? Yes. Okay. I mean, I would agree with her that it needs to be, it needs to be a little bit more aggressive, you know, in trying to contact her. And I'm assuming that he knows that the baby is there. Um, but again, don't let your personal pride get in the way. If he was a good guy, you know, I don't know if he is. I couldn't tell by that. Him not being his child's life doesn't give a great deal of pluses to his character. But maybe he has, again, because people change, maybe he's matured over the last couple of years. Maybe he's seen little pictures of the baby and he's starting to say. Maybe he's trying to see pictures of the baby by following you. Yeah, it could be. You know what? And maybe his mom doesn't call you because she doesn't know she can. Or he's testing the waters to to see see like, okay, maybe she loves me to follow her. Now I know I can reach out because after two years, he's probably unsure of even how you feel. So I would let him follow me. Now now you get to see what we created. Now you get to see the life that I've given our daughter. And hopefully you see see what I've done and you want to play now. Mm Mm-hmm. But don't follow, don't don't accept the request and then he's following you and then nothing comes from that. I would send him a message. I hey. Would pro- I would probably call him. Hey, I see you're trying I, to follow I me. I see you yeah. followed. Are, we, are you trying to play? You want to be a dad? Do you want to be on. in your and, child's and, life? You know, the thing yeah. is this. I think I think if I was her, I'd probably say, if he's out there and trying to find, I'd call him. Yeah. I'd step up. I'd be the bigger person. Hey, I'm going to call yeah. you. Let I me put you in your it. face. Yeah. I see you try to follow me. You know we have a child. If you want to be involved in the child's life and maybe have some guidelines on what that means mm-hmm. or some standards or what that mm-hmm. means, if you want to be involved, then I welcome that. But if you're just calling me to hit me up and say, hey, then let's just keep it moving. Yeah. Okay? I think you you definitely be open to... Um, something coming out of that situation it's yeah. not going to look like what you think it should look like it's not going to happen how you think it should happen but it's um there you know god is opening a door you know you never yeah. know what door is going to be open what window is going to be open it's like but, he's poking you a little yeah. it's like he's poking you and, and now he's testing the water he's testing to me that's yeah. testing the waters i would allow him to follow you and i would call him mm-hmm. particularly Yes, if you would like to have a relationship with him, if you'd like your child to have the father in, in, in But it sounds yeah. like she's open to it. Yes, yeah. yeah. As I think you should be. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, here's one. I'm a bartender slash server. Every job I've had, I've always ended up being the main bartender or in charge of the bar. But I always end up being treated like shit. My dad is having surgery this week, so I requested time off so I could help him. My manager is an ass. He yells and name calls staff. Came to me about the request and pretty much told me to work those days so it's in my favor. I want to know how I can stand up for myself to my boss because every job I've had, I work damn near every day. We are open and do the most so I can succeed, but I always get shitted on. I don't know what employee labor laws look like, but if you're in a hostile environment, like, aren't there ways that she can go about it in a a different route? Like, if this is that person's pattern or... You know, it's who is their superior? Who who can you? Is there an HR department? Because you know, I I would I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and there generally are avenues, but I think for a better style of life, better quality of life, this is what you do. Dip out. You keep it pushing. Yeah. Now, what I'm I don't mean quit your job. What I mean is there are plenty of places for you to work, and there are plenty of good bosses out there. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. plenty of good companies to work for. Now, you may have to dance a little bit before you find one. It sounds like you haven't found one yet. Mm-hmm. But while you're there, market yourself to other people, to other companies, to other bars, to other restaurants, and go to try to find a place that is happy to work, where you enjoy working, where they enjoy you, where they appreciate you as an asset. Mm-hmm. You're fine. It. There's good people. Yeah. Yes, jobs. There's some terrible places, terrible people to work with. But that's not what the world is made up of. There's more good people than bad people in this world. So go find some of the good people. Yeah. Okay? Now, if it doesn't work out, let me tell you something between me and you. I'm going down to either East Cape or Belize, somewhere in Mexico, and I'm going to retire there in the next year or two. I'm going to open up a little cantina. You want to come work with me and my family? <laughs> okay, We can do this because I'm, I'm looking for a mixologist. I'm done, okay? Dad. Yes. I'm going to start by saying, first off, I'm sending prayers to your dad. Yes. And I hope that his surgery goes well and recovers fast. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I agree in that I don't say quit your job right now, but I definitely say to start looking for a new job. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to work in an environment where I know I'm about to be get called out of my name or yelled at or treated badly. I've been a bartender before. I've been a server before. I've been a bottle girl before. And... You, I've been taught customer service and you want to give your service. And it sounds like you're really good with yeah. your job. But I've also been in situations where I'm like, mm, this isn't for me. Like, yeah, the money is good, but like, it's not fulfilling anything in me. Yeah. And it's not, it's not helping me. Like, yeah, it's paying my bills. But at the end of the day, I can go to the next restaurant or the next club yep. and be in an environment where I want to come to work and where my boss appreciates my my um, attitude for wanting to work. Yeah. So yeah. I say to start looking for a new job. Mm-hmm. And while you have your, pre- while you have your job. That's okay. the biggest thing. Don't quit the job until you have a new job. And when you have it, then you go to your manager who's an ass. And then that's when you do your <laughs> You. No, you don't do that. Yeah, you do. No. That burns a bridge. Okay. We don't want his bridge anyway. Okay, you no, don't. It has nothing to do with him. It's no, he's more about ass. her character. He is who he is. Don't yeah. worry about who he is. I go back and you I sit at his bar and say, "I'm quitting. Can I get a drink?" <laughs> no, I just made myself a drink. I ordered some food and I'm out. <laughs> 
I hate you, Kyle. <laughs> All right. I'm 21 years old, and I really thought I would have life figured out right now. Girl, you are 21. Relax. <laughs> but I'm so lost. I just don't know if I'm really doing anything right or really doing what I'm supposed to be doing. If I don't have it together at 21, when will I have it together? Not at 22, because it's still Kay, very so early. <laughs> 21, just so you know, most 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 think that they should have it figured out and it's still young in the game okay um you didn't really tell us enough about what you're doing for us to really make a comment i mean if you're just sitting around at, at your home all day doing nothing you should be in school working or pursuing some trade some yeah. career okay if you're doing one of those things working now i'm not talking about working at um you know costco's unless you're doing it for a career this one you have to start to chime up Okay, this is what I talked about earlier. I wasted a lot of time because I wasn't working towards a career. I was making money, you know, doing different things, but not towards a career. In a career, long term, you can make money. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I worked at a fast food place. You know, I started off at fast Chucky. I mean, not Chucky. At a Church's Chicken. Church's Chicken. Chicken. Okay. Uh, you know, managing. But next thing you know, I was managing eight stores and then a little bit more. And, you know, I was doing almost, I had a six-figure package. You wouldn't think that from starting off. Managing, learn, getting into the training program, okay? But if you perform, if you work hard, okay, and outperform those that are around you, which generally isn't hard to do. Most people don't like to work hard. So when you work hard and you outperform people, you can come up the ranks quick. Mm-hmm. Most employers will, will recognize you as management material or they don't want to lose you because you're an asset. And as long as you're asking for more, they're going to give you more because they want to keep you. A yeah. good employee is hard to find. So all the way back to this 21-year-old. I don't think you but should have everything figured out at 21. You're yeah. not here. Here's the deal. If you're not pregnant and you're not in jail, you're probably doing okay. Okay. I mean, you know, girls get pregnant, guys go to jail. Oh if, you're not, if, you, if that's not happening, you're probably doing okay. But you may, might want to start to step your game up yeah. towards doing something. Don't just sit around and play video games. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes. Because okay? that's just loses time. Four year school isn't always the answer for everyone. So just to echo, you touched on this finding a trade mm-hmm. something that um you can do general assistant x-ray yes. assistant you know if you're into computers programming cybersecurity, there's yeah. so many things to do find something that you like yeah and mm-hmm. start getting busy with it mm-hmm. yeah okay this is your time to take risk and to figure out what what are you into mm-hmm. this is this is a great time to intern or try working at different you could go through like a, ta- a, a temp agency and try different positions or different offices or different types of business to see what your interests are. Oh, that's yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's a decent way to measure where you are. If you're doing the same thing at 22 that you were doing at 21 and it's still the same, then, yeah, you're not moving. You have to be moving. Meaning, you could be a, still be a student, but now you've knocked out all your GE and your AA. Mm-hmm. Now you're working on your BA. Okay, fine. Now, if you're still working on your AA the same way you were at 21, because you haven't taken enough class, you keep taking eyes or dropping out and not taking enough units. Now, you know, you're just kind of sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Or yeah. even if you're working a job and you work the same money, you make the same money in 2021 that you made in 2020, you know, you got to switch up. So we're going to do a few more. Um, this one says, hey, Kyle, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share my situation with you. My partner and I were engaged for two years. 
we decided to have a baby. Since having a baby, he stopped showing an interest in a relationship with me and often doesn't care to be around to father our son. But he says he still wants to be a family and hasn't put any effort into being around at all. I've given him so many chances and he still makes excuses to not come around because he likes having alone time. My son is one years old and he has never co-parent with me, but he feels he should have rights to coming over whenever he likes. I do not let him, but... Oh, sorry. I do let him, but he's very inconsistent with us, and I'm beginning to see it affect my son. I'm not sure what I do. Do I let him continue to pop in whenever he wants, or do you think I need to set more boundaries? I could really appreciate if you give me your honest advice. I'm a true fan. She said Kyle. Is she talking to Kyle or me? Talking to you, Dad. So first of all, let me tell you something. You got a little too much drama going on, all right? And what caught me is when you said, at one years old, the husband, or not the husband, but the father is starting to affect my child. I've been around kids one years old. They don't know what's going on. They don't know heads from tails. So when you tell me that, that means you, you kind of, you know, you, you're telling me the story the way you want me to tell it. So now I back up to the beginning of your story where you're talking about you guys discussed having a baby. You sure you didn't just get off birth control and have a baby? Oh, my God. Well, I'm not just telling you what I think. That's the way it sounded to me. Okay. Now maybe they did discuss it, but I don't know any man that discusses it, and all of a sudden he goes AWOL. Maybe it wasn't what he thought it was going to be. Well, it could be, but maybe the discussion never happened. Okay, let's say the discussion happened. So if the discussion happened, because according to her, it happened. I know, but also according to her. Well, let's answer the question according to her. You know that's not happening. You've been around a one-year-old. Okay, I can't believe you just deflected the whole question. The girl is not being. She's not coming correct. Maybe her one-year-old is advanced. Oh, isn't everybody's <laughs> one-year-old advanced? <laughs> you know, because when she's, when, you know, I was fine, but I'm listening and I'm saying, no, there's too many, there's too many twists and turns in this story. Okay. Can I hear it one more time? Okay. This is, this is my let thing. Hear, let me hear it one more time. This is my thing. My, uh, let me, you want me to read it again? Yes, I do. And I'm going to show you the flags. My partner and I were engaged for two years. We okay. decided to have a baby. See that we decided? Dad, people okay. decide to have yes, babies they do. all they the do. time. They do. They do. But sometimes you just get off the birth control and that's the we decide. I don't know. But Either keep way. Keep reading. Keep Either going. Way. Keep okay. Going. Keep they going. were engaged, weren't they? Since having a baby, he stopped showing an interest in the relationship with me and often doesn't care to be around to father our son. Okay. So to me, my question is... And I don't think this is a topic that's discussed enough. There are fathers who have postpartum, and that could be something that could come into play. Where some I've I've been learning about it more. Where like you know sometimes the fathers they don't know how to transition or they don't know how to. Well, he transitioned out because now he's not a father at all. Yeah. Okay. The ending it says um, he's very inconsistent with us, and I'm beginning to see it have an effect on my son. I'm not sure what I should do, Dad. Maybe it's really having effect. on the baby. Okay, maybe he cries when the father comes okay, around. Okay. Right. I think it's easier for you to to knack at it because you were there for us when we were one, but it's like when Boz was little, it affected him when Mezier would come in and out. Like there are times where he would cry more, he'd be whining for his dad, like you don't have to be at one. Maybe at two? Before two. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to recant my statement, young lady, 
I, I do recant. It could be issues at one. I'm just not aware of them. Anyway, what do I think you should do about him? Do you think that she should let him come in and out, or do you think that she should set boundaries? She should definitely set boundaries. She needs to have a conversation. The same way they had that conversation when they decided to have a kid. Remember that conversation? Are they no longer yes. engaged? <laughs> They're no longer together. Oh. He kind of popped nice. the kid out. and then They had a kid and he dipped, basically. Well, you know what? That does happen. And no, not, I think it, it does. But it I think that to answer your question, I think you should set boundaries. Yes. I think you go back and have a conversation and basically say, I'm not going to allow you to pop in and out when you want. If you would like to co-parent, let's set up a healthy co-parenting relationship. Yeah. But what we're doing right now is not healthy and it does affect our son. And it affects the mother. Who don't, give, to- don't give him any action. Yeah. yeah. Give him action. All he's going to do is come and milk the cow and never buy the cow. Don't give him any action. Yeah. Sorry about what I said earlier. <laughs> now you're going to apologize to her. You know, I had you know, never heard of guys with postpartum, but I understand yeah, that, that could there's be. A, there's a percentage of But, you of know, it goes back to what I said, and I've said before, you know, some guys are not ready to step to the plate. They're just not ready. Yeah. Okay? And maybe you guys did have this conversation, and then, you know, he this he couldn't handle it. I feel like Dad's gaslighting the lady on her own. On her own situation. And I don't mean Oh, my gosh. She just threw me when she said the one-year-old was being affected. Dad got mad at the one-year-old being affected. I've been around one year. They're like, you know, people coming to bed. It could affect sleep patterns. They're still trying to do this. Shut up, Dad. Oh, my God. Okay, let's do a few more. Okay. Should we let dad pick a question? Heck no. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll spin and stop. Yeah, he's out of control. He's spin and stop? You no, know, hit the thing. Here's the question. Yeah. Oh, you want to see? You want to pick? I don't have to I pick. To pick. I'm like, I can't decide if I want my ex or oh, the new guy I'm hooking up with. with. Yeah, Girl. when I saw that, I was like, neither. Okay, like, no, 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 no. No, that's easy. Then you want the new guy. Oh, really? No, yeah, yeah. If she can't decide if she wants the ex, that's not good enough. He hasn't been doing a thing. Yeah, but if, if she's still questioning thing, her ex when she's hooking up with this new guy, then the new he's guy not doing might not do it either. either. Okay, so in my mind, you need to get a new new guy but yeah, either. <laughs> but the ex is definitely done. She's, he's done. Uh, he may be done, but she's still thinking about him. No, but, but here's the deal. If she's really thinking about him, then she's still down with him. If she's yeah. entertaining other people. He's done. He's basically done. He's still there. They're both done. Maybe she's trying to hang on because she thinks, uh, you know, but, I don't know. you know, you're not down for one guy, but still got somebody new maybe floating in. Yeah. When this guy who's floating in, heck, you're done. He's, he's, he's done. I think, I think both of them are done. Yeah. Because if you were if you were moved on from your ex and you were with the new guy and he was really doing something, then you wouldn't be thinking about the ex. But if the new guy was doing something, then you wouldn't be debating between him and the ex. So it's time to drop both and then get a new new guy. Or just be single for a second and date. Man, he might even try getting with a girl, see what happens. Okay, Dad. Yeah, something new. A lot of you guys are asking like questions about marriage. Like, I've been together for eight years and he still hasn't popped the question, what do I do? You put, you have to, okay, ladies, let me tell you something. Okay, so wait, you how do you apply put, pressure on a man to, to deliver? Do you really get him the like, ultimatum? Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not an ultimatum. How, how do it you is, help it guide a man to this decision of, hey, I've been with this girl for eight plus years. I've been okay. with this girl for 12 years. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you, I'll share a couple things with you. When I was with, when we was, when me and your mom were together, we were together for 
nine years off and on, mostly on. Okay. Okay. And then finally she just said something like in a little smirk attitude, I remember. <laughs> Either we're gonna do this or or we're not. Oh. Okay. And I you mean, said, All right, I, I guess said, well, we gotta yeah, do yeah, this. Let's, let's let's go then. Let's, let's you know, let's go. Okay, and I didn't regret it. I'm trying to think okay. if I said that to Zach. What? There were so many conversations around. No, we talked a lot about marriage, marriage. but it was never like, if you don't do this right now, then we're well, not going to be it's, together. It's not, well, but that's sometimes that's what you have to do. I mean, even with Teresa, you know, I love to death and, you know, appreciate this marriage. You know, I think we were together four or five years. Like three. Three, three or four. Well, she finally said, look, what are, you, what are we doing? Yeah. She said, because it's not, I, I don't want to roll like this just being boyfriend, girlfriend. So, you yeah. know, she said, I'm older. I either need to do, we need to do this or or not. She mm-hmm. said, so we either commit to me or keep it pushing. And I said, no, yeah, I'm down with you. Let's go. <laughs> so what I'm trying to tell you, ladies, is the guy is not, because I would be fine, you know. Without just, being married. Yes. All right. Okay. I got one more, and then I'll pass it to Kyle if you see anything else that sent out to you. All right. Last here, one for on the ladies. Put the guy's feet to the pe- to, to the fire. Got it. And and I'm gonna tell you, most times you've been together six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years, they're gonna marry you. Okay. Yeah. You just, we you, hope so. You yeah. Just, you just gotta you gotta you gotta push them. We hope so because we also see those moments, and then they break up, and then they're with a new girl, and they're married within like a year, a year, and you're Less like, than a year. What? I've definitely seen that happen. What do you do if you love him but he's in denial about being an alcoholic? We've been together for two years. Uh, it really depends on how bad of an alcoholic he is. Okay. If he, here's the deal. Uh, you know, if he's a fall down, pass out drunk, can't hold a job. That's one thing. If on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, maybe even on Tuesday, he likes to get drunk and gets a little too drunk and this falls asleep. You know, that's another thing. Some people like to drink. It's what they like to do. You either down with this guy or not. Just cause he drinks too much. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy in those situations. Maybe you teach him how to moderate his drinking a little bit where he can still have fun and before he passes out. You know, I, again, it depends on what you mean when you say alcohol, uh, alcoholic. If he's a pass out drunk, you know, hits the kids or whatever, it's, gets violent, gets a belligerent, then he needs help. If he just drinks more than you do and he enjoys it, you know, if there's 101 other things that he does well, good father, good Good partner, pays bills, goes to work, paints the house, you know, da-da-da, does the dishes, do a little cooking once in a while. You know, take some of the faults along with the good stuff. And I'm not saying because he's a man. Even as the, the men have to do the same thing with women. Yeah. Nobody's perfect, okay? But now, I think it does depend on what kind of drunk he is. Yes. Now, if he's a real drunk and he's being an asshole all the time, then, you know, you either have to try to get him some counseling or you need to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you get out of the situation, they understand what they've lost, Maybe that's what it takes to shake them up and get them together. Yeah. Okay? God, if you love him, I think you'll help figure out a way to get him the help he needs um, yeah. and better himself because he may not even have the, the, the thought process or the capacity. know-how or the yeah. capacity to help himself in this yeah. moment. But I'm going to tell you, real alcoholism or drug addiction, they're tough. It's hard. Oh, they're tough. Hard because it's a, it's, a cons- it's a lifelong journey. It's not like... Yeah hey let's just do this right now it's it's a lifelong commitment to yeah. their sobriety as well yeah. i think i think that was a good way to end um, this segment oh let's do one more okay dad let's do one more. oh god 
right. I'm like, I feel like we've read these. Will you yes. go to your personal page? What about that other one? Do you remember the long one that we read at the very beginning? Yes. Yeah. It's right just, here. It, was just, it just went on from one problem to the next. We'll, <laughs> we'll end it on this one. My needed advice. I'm very unhappy and res- miserable in my marriage. Okay. Stop right there. Very unhappy and miserable. That is a statement. Mm-hmm. That's almost like I don't need to hear anymore. Get out of it. Yeah, she's already hurt her. Okay. Her mind. But she has goes been on. I remember this. Okay, I remember this. So it's we not easy have. To just get out. It's not as easy to just get out. Yeah. We have ten month old twins, and I do everything by myself. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop you one minute. The reason I'm saying miserable, unhappy, get out. Though I was of the person that said, I never want to get married. If I'm going to get married, I never want to get divorced. I mean, what I meant to say. But the reality of it is, is sometimes things just don't work. And as much as I advocate the institution of marriage, I don't advocate anybody being in a situation where they are miserable, just unhappy. It's not worth it. It is not worth the religious posturing, the posturing in front of friends and family or whatever community says you shouldn't get a divorce. If you are miserable, life is too valuable to be in misery. Okay? Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to make that point. Okay. We have 10-month-old twins, and I do everything by myself. All he does is work. He comes home to play video games and watch TV while I take care of the kids. I get them ready. I put them in their car seats. I bathe them. I do doctor's appointments and therapies. Me, I do it all. I'm a married single mother. My children are preemies and my son has several health issues and he cannot answer a single question about my son without calling me. I ask for more of his help and I get emotionally abused. He says all I do. Oh, sorry. Says I do nothing but stay home all day and that he does too much. I can't count down my one hand how many times he went to the NICU to visit his children when they were there. All the difficult conversations with doctors, I had to decide, me. I'm tired and I want to leave, but it wouldn't mean packing up and leaving, but where? He's the provider, so I don't have much, and I'm embarrassed to tell my family everything. He's also an alcoholic, and now he smokes cigarettes. Both my children have chronic lung disease. How the F would you even consider smoking and then bringing that into my house? Okay, first of all, let me tell her this. This guy's tadpoles... I'd never have another kid with him again. Nope. Okay. He, he's got, his, his tadpoles are terrible. His tadpoles are terrible. You know, first things first. Don't have any more children with They've him. They've been tainted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, number one. Don't get pregnant yeah, again by do him. Yeah. Don't do it. He's now, not the one. So you're in a tough situation. Yeah. You're thinking about moving out of this situation. You've got parents and family that you're embarrassed to talk to them about. That's your first avenue. Yeah, you got to get over that embarrassment. You got to get over that. That's that pride again. Pride Mm -hmm. is overrated. Go on and talk to them. Especially if it's a health concern. Yes. If his smoking and his him being an alcoholic and you being emotionally abused is affecting your health and your mental health, then get over the pride and that's when you call your support system Mm -hmm. and you call your family to say- And his family. Help. Yeah. I need help. Yeah. Yes. It's there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Like to me it's you understand and recognize that you're not in a good situation and this situation is also not good for your children. Yeah. So it's like the longer that you stay there and the longer you enable him to stay in the state that he's in, I think the more difficult it will be for you to get out in the long run just because 
you know, say you go to your families now and you're like, hey, this is the situation that I'm facing. This is what I'm dealing with. And I like, it's not just your family. If you have that relationship, you can address his family too. Because it's like, if he wants to be a father and wants to be present in his children's life, he needs to start some kind of recovery for himself because he, he's going to spiral out eventually in my in my from my perspective. I mean, it sounds like he's already spiraling. Yeah, so yeah. it's, he's not making good decisions towards you or his children. Um, and it's like the grandparents need to understand so that you can make an exit plan to yeah. get your own independence and your stability, not just for you, but for your kids. Um, because I've seen Cheyenne Ryder has a health condition. It, that's a lot of pressure. And you're, you're experiencing that as a first time mom times two. And then you've, you're dealing with this man who can't answer any of the questions. It's, not only can't answer, but don't even know how to take care of them. It's still or, smoking, still yeah, drinking. No, it doesn't. It can't. Yeah. That's not it. You that's can't trust your children with their father. You know? I would be forming my exit plan. Yeah, yeah, I would. Do, I would too. Yeah, as I was gonna say, though you, though admittedly, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. when you pack those bags and get out of there. Now, now again, go to the family first. Yes, and here's what you're doing too. You're setting them up to step in to help you. Yes. Okay. And it's not going to be a surprise to them when you come and you need the help. Yeah. Right. But you're in a tough situation now. Moving out, you think it's going to be a tougher situation. It may or may not be. Yeah. You're still in a tough situation. Mm -hmm. But you might as well be in a tough situation by yourself. Yeah. And it's as and opposed safe. To, as opposed to being in a tough situation with somebody. Again, that little bit of money, I don't care how much it is, that money that he's providing, that support... Okay, it is not worth the health and misery, the mental yeah. mental abuse you're yeah. going through. It's not worth it. Yeah. Let that money go. Let that whatever he's making sixty, seventy, hundred, twenty thousand dollars. Let him have it. Say, say, Lavi, me and my kids, we're going to live with my, my my parents. You know, maybe it's a little less convenient. Maybe you know whatever. But that stress that you're, you're in a bad situation. Get out of that situation. Yeah. So here's your order. Try to get himself up. If he doesn't accept the help, pack your shit and go. Yeah, and it's also once I think once you remove yourself from that situation, the stress and the energy that is connected with him will eventually free up and you'll be able to put that energy into yourself and your children and make things happen in the in the light that you want to make them happen. Yeah. It's yeah, he's he's weighing you down. Yeah. yeah. I you got a lot tough. on your plate. Yeah, yeah, you do have a lot on your so plate. You don't need to so you have twins. Yeah. yeah. So But I get it. So guys, I, can you draw a mental picture of what this guy looks like? Can no, I draw a mental picture of him? Not at all, no, Dad. No. I just picture a lame ass bum. That's I what see I picture. Like a big old belly. Oh my He's god! Got a cigarette hanging out the mouth. I'm done. I'm so done with you guys. Ugh. Let me know. I'm really, really happy that you guys sent in your questions and your situations this week. If this is something that you guys enjoyed us doing with Papa Floyd, let us know and we will do it again. Um, we did have some technical difficulties throughout the beginning of this, so I'm not sure exactly how it will be edited. Maybe we won't put in the first part where it was really choppy with video maybe we will so depending on how it looks at the end will be how um it comes out but i do appreciate you guys submitting your questions and being vulnerable with us um and yeah give us feedback if this is something that you like and we'll do it again yeah. and if and there's also, something that we said and you want to address address it maybe we have yeah to, sometimes we can go back and rethink something yeah you know if we should have looked at it differently right right or if right. there's more information because you know it'd be nice to make this a learning experience for us too 
Mm-hmm. Like you guys hit on this and this, but you guys didn't think about it from this angle. Yeah, yeah. we like okay. we, we like, like different input. perspectives. Yeah. So that's how you learn too. That's how I learned. Yeah. And so thank you for being vulnerable with us and and sharing. Like yes, we're sharing these anonymously, but y'all are sending these from your personal pages and family family pages. So it's thank you for trusting us with you know with with these weighty stories and your experiences it's a lot and i think in sharing your stories that's where you find your community all right guys don't forget to follow us at the think loud crew on all podcast platforms also on instagram and check out our youtube channel it's also think loud crew comment like and subscribe and you can follow me at shy not shy you can follow me at R. Kyle Lynn, and you can follow Shannon at Hair by Shannon C. And where can they follow you, Dad? They can follow me at Pretty Boy Floyd 3. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why it took him that long to say it. <coughs> but, but all right, guys, I hope you guys have a good week. Yeah, you guys have a good week. Have a Be good peaceful. One. Keep your mind at ease. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.